Alright, welcome back everyone to another episode of Cuatro Cuatro Dos. Once again, this is your boy Christian. And today we have a uh, short episode, I want to say, hopefully. <laughs> I always say the same thing. But uh, actually I'm driving. Uh, I know it probably is not the wisest thing to do to record an episode while you're driving. But I just came to the store real quick, so I thought it would be a, a good time to go ahead and knock this one out. Um, just because we, we have a game on Wednesday against Austin, our first, uh, our first uh, matchup against our, I guess, possibly, I guess you can say our new derby. Uh, even though we already, you know, have a derby with Frisco. But it, it's like a new, you know, try it, try, uh, try derby, I guess. With you know Austin and uh, and Frisco whatever, but uh, yeah, since we have that game going on or coming, you know, really really quick, uh, I wanted to drop something before that, and then you know maybe drop another one uh, well next week next Tuesday, but then you know that will be the this match against Austin will be included in that, and then uh, the match that we have. Um, on uh, Saturday would also be included in the, in the next episode, right? So a couple of things that we I wanted to talk about. Uh, I mean, is obvious. I mean, there's honestly there's not a lot. Uh, I want to talk about RSL, the game against RSL. Another zero zero, another uh, tie for the Houston Dynamo, um, and then another um, I'll, a couple of players that have coming in, well, that were signed by the Houston Dynamo. And then there's another one that's still kind of like, you know, in between that was has been rumored and probably maybe there's still, you know, there's still time on the on the transfer window to get them signed. So we'll see what, you know, what happens there. And then um what else what was I going to talk about? Well, you know, the Gold Cup. But before we do all the before we do all that I just want to send everybody to uh, social medias. So, you know, obviously you can go check out Cuatro Dos on, uh, on Twitter and Cuatro Cuatro Dos on Instagram. You can go and, you know, check out what we do over there. And, you know, all the stuff that we post, you know, pictures, videos, da-da-da, and all that. And then also you can go and check out the YouTube channel where actually I have been doing a, a couple videos uh, about the Gold Cup, so I've been going to these Gold Cup matches. I was able to uh, go to the Cowboys Stadium, AT&T Stadium, for the semifinals, and then also I was able to go to the semifinal here in Houston, Texas, uh, at the NRG Stadium, where Mexico played Canada. Uh, so the videos are actually up on YouTube right now, as we, as you hear and as I speak. Uh, they're pretty short; they're like ten minutes and like six minutes or so. And the reason for that is because there's. You know, CONCACAF was very, like, uh, anal when it came to recording. So, um, you know, they, they didn't let everybody... Or they didn't, actually, they didn't let anybody record anything um, in the stadium. In or, or around the stadium. So, everything, basically, that I got to record was kind of, you know, hidden in a way. Or just kind of showing my little uh, piece of where I was working, you know. Uh, also, going with that is actually a thing that I started doing, which is called Raw Notes, you know, by Christian. And it's basically me writing down, you know, every time I go to these games, I write down some notes or, you know, I just write stuff, you know, just to kind of keep myself um, not not only entertained, but like keep myself focused on the game. Because if I 
if I, you know, if I don't have anything in front of me and I'm just watching the game, I, I tend to like drift away and start looking at the stands and just, I just kind of get, you know, carried away by, by people watching and stuff like that. So by actually writing notes, you know, I'm able to focus on the game and I'm able to, you know, look at more technical things and, you know, just pay attention to the game itself, you know? Uh, just cause, you know, if you go to a stadium, like for example, NRG, 70,000 people in there, you know, uh, you kind of tend to drift away, start looking at other stuff. You know, I get fascinated. Well, not fascinated, but, you know, I like to, you know, look at what the camera guys are doing, uh, you know, how the TV people are working. And it's just like all the factors that comes into putting on a show, like a television show, basically, uh, as a game, as a soccer game as well. So, and then, you know, I, I watch the coaches and the guys warming up. So, like, I go everywhere. Uh, basically, when I'm when I'm at the stadium, you know, I try to look for for like cool stuff, whatever is going on, right? So basically, what I did is I wrote down a bunch of stuff, and as of right now, I only have it available for my patrons. And if you want to go, you know, read that, or look at that, you know, the the minimum uh, is only like three bucks. So you know, if you can, you know, go help help out over there, you know, it's all for the cost uh, for you know, kind of building funds to kind of get better equipment and stuff like that. So. So as of right now, it's just available for my patrons. But, you know, eventually here in a, in a little bit, I'm going to I want to make it available for everybody to read. So, you know, I'm trying to see if I can work a way out and uh, find an easy way for everybody to maybe go and read. And, and a lot of it is like stupid jokes or, you know, just like little observations that I probably made. Like, for example, uh, at the NRG game, you know, the Mexico Canada Canada game. Uh, there was almost a fight that went on on the stands, and it's funny because one of the guys was dressed up dressed up as an Aztec warrior, so it was just you know funny, uh, funny and ironic that you know the guy dressed up as a warrior was the one that was about to get into a fight. So you know, just little things like that that I kind of you know caught my eye during the game, and you know I was like, well, shit, this is interesting. You know, I'll write it down. You know, it's something that people are not obviously you you're not looking at or you you can't see when you're watching the game, but it's interesting to know that that's happening in the stands as the game is going on. So, you know, a couple. So basically that, and then um, and Yemen. Since we're already in the Gold Cup, you know, uh, shout out to uh, the United States. They are the new Gold Cup champions, beating Mexico one zero. I think. Well, if you didn't watch, it was a pretty. It was an interesting game back and forth. Both teams had a lot of chances, and um, and at the end of the you know at the end, uh, the U.S. was able to put one away. You know they had so many chances, and the goalkeeper for I think it's Talavera for for Mexico had a terrific game. Literally balls out, getting balls out at everywhere. Uh, but you know at the end of the day, the U.S. was able to put one in the back of the net, and that's all it took. You know. Uh, so, you know, it, it leaves a lot of questions for, for Mexico and their coaching staff and stuff like that because they kind of wear using their A team, you know. You know, there's a lot of controversy on that because the U.S. kind of went in with their B team, you know, quote unquote. But, you know, I'll leave that to to my boy Rudy and his brother Rodrigo at uh, so Crossing Soccer Borders. You know, they're probably going to talk a little bit more in depth about that. And probably they're they might cry. I don't know because <laughs> they're Mexicans, and um, and they lost two cups to uh, the U.S. in like a month and a half. But you know, hey, it's all good, man. It's all good, Rudy. Cheer up. <laughs> you have the Dynamo, <laughs> right? Which actually, you know, going into the Dynamo, 
they played last Saturday against RSL. Uh, actually, you know, since I'm staying with my parents now, you know, me and my parents and my wife, basically my whole family, we were watching the game. Uh, so I'm kind of getting them into into the into the Dynamo a little bit, you know, now that I'm here and, you know, I kind of push those games on them in a way. You know, they're soccer lovers, so, you know, they'll watch anything. But, you know, since I'm, you know, a Dynamo fan, you know, I, I watch the Dynamo games. Um, but it was a 0-0 tie. Uh, I think the Dynamo played a lot better than RSL. We we had the most, you know, more, the best chances, I would say. I mean, RSL also had uh, some good chances, but Marco Marriage had a terrific game. It had, like, at least three saves that I can think of that could have possibly went in for RSL and made it a lot harder for the Houston Dynamo to come back. Um, but I think, you know... It was it was in, it was weird in a way because we went in with like some players that you know for example Ruti was out you know Darwin Quintero was out uh, Lasseter you know a possible starter was was out Fafa was out you know so like a bunch of players that usually would have started you know they ended up in either either in the bench which actually they were not but they were not e- not even in the bench they just completely sat out. Um, and it actually, you know, after the the press conference that happened today on Monday, uh, getting ready for Austin on Wednesday, actually, um, uh, I was going to say Sergio Ramos, but it's actually Ted Ramos, mentioned that uh, Maxi is still out, Lasseter still out, and Serena are still uh, not Serena. Uh, Quinteros are still out. So that actually gives a lot of room for Corey Baird, Corey Baird and Griffin Dorsey to you know to keep playing. You know Dorsey has been starting for the last couple of games. He's been doing an okay job. Um, you know he's not like extremely like um, a difference maker in a way. Like he's not you know doing something extraordinary or you know something that you're like whoa you know Dorsey over here is making you know great strides. But you know he has a couple of good plays, a couple of good options. Um, and, you know, I think as he as he gets, you know, situated better with the teammates and with the team itself, you know, hopefully we get to see a lot more of him. I mean, he was a Generation Adidas player, so obviously the quality is there. We just kind of have to, like, push it out, you know, I was going to suck it out of him, but that's kind of weird. But uh, we'll leave that to the Houston Dynapod. <laughs> but uh, to uh, Finister, shout out to him if he's listening. But uh you know, uh, Dorsey, uh, you know, basically we just have to get it out of him, you know, and just see what, what he has. I mean, Tab Ramos has a lot of trust in him. So, you know, as of right now, I'm still trusting Ramos. I think he has a better um, idea of what we're doing in the field. I like him better than any coaches that I have seen in my era as a Houston Dynamo fan. You know, I've only been a Houston Dynamo fan for a few years, not going back to 2006, obviously. Uh, I know of Kinner. Uh, Kinner? Damn, I can't even pronounce his name. Dom. Um, but, uh, you know, and obviously the two championships and everything, you know, obviously setting up the Dynamo to to the franchise that maybe, you know, it is today that we kind of hang on to. Uh, but I think, you know, he if, I mean, out of the last few uh, managers that we had, I think Ted Ramos kind of stands out a little bit more. And then Corey Baird, like he, he came out like almost as a fresher a breath of fresh air in a way because i mean honestly he wasn't on my radar but he was actually on the radar of tar ramos tar ramos talked about how when he saw lafc basically 
not playing him anymore and and you know they were getting other players to maybe fill that position you know he thought about Corey and he thought about maybe you know doing uh you know working out a deal and bringing him in and you know eventually he did and literally you know shout out to Corey because he he literally came in the day of the game at one o'clock in the morning and then that same night he was already playing so you know he's a trooper and he did a heck of a job with Tyler Pasher you know coming back from his uh, Canadian um trip basically you know when the gold cup um <clears throat> they 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 you know they glued very well they they meshed up very well and they had some really good plays um so it's gonna be interesting it's gonna be fun to see when the full team is back because not only it creates a lot of competition between the guys but you know maybe you can create a lot of different options between you know Corey Baird, Dorsey, Pasher, Uruti, uh, Fafa, you know, Lasseter, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how, you know, Tab Ramos figures out who's going to play up top. Um, but yeah, man, other than that, you know, there was rumors of a Panaman- Panamanian player. Uh, right now, I'm slipping my mind. But, um, you know, he's he's still kind of there. Maybe he'll get signed, maybe not. Uh, you know, the window's open till Friday. Friday, August the 5th is the last day. And, you know, that's that's going to be that, you know, and we'll see what he brings if he comes in and what he brings. You know, it's a player that's been playing in the second division of Spain. And, you know, to certain things that I've read, you know, the Real Madrid has been looking at him. So obviously, if Real Madrid has even the slightest interest in a player is because, you know, he has some type of potential. So, you know, a potential, you know, Real Madrid candidate you know playing in the houston dynamo even for six months you know it can only help the team and not deteriorate um obviously the results are not the greatest you know another tie another three points left on board two i guess left on the table as a as a you know at being being at home um that is not the best way to you know try to get a playoff spot but i think i mean i guess it, it beats I don't know. I guess you can look at the glass half full and say we're not losing. You know, we only lost four games out of 16 uh, that we have played. But, you know, also we haven't won too many, you know. So it's like, you know, if we're, we can we can look at it both ways, you know. Um, so, you know, should we start hitting the panic button now? Should, should we wait a little bit more? You know, like when do we hit the panic button if we do hit it, you know? Those are like the questions that basically every Dynamo fan has been asking themselves lately cuz like, you know, we're tired we're tired of time. <laughs> like, you know, it's been like nine games and you're like, you know, when are we going to win? When when is it going to be something different? I don't think ever anybody's expecting a, a, to lose, but you know, they want something different. Uh, I mean, in the other aspect i mean you can kind of see that the defense is getting better because the only score the only uh, one goal has been scored in the last three games and it was a known goal it was like an accident so i guess you can say the defense has been doing good but also you know in the offense in the off offensive side you know obviously nothing has been scored because you know we've been one one zero 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 so obviously there hasn't been much produced in the front as well so i mean it has been produced but you, it doesn't count as production if you don't score, you know? Like, you can get, you can have 40,000 shots on goal, but if you don't put one of those in the back of the net, did you have a good day? I don't know, you know? Ty Brown was a very optimistic guy, and he's like, you know, we're working hard, and, and you know, we're doing, we're progress, you know, it's progress, you know? Anything good is progress, and, and I believe him, and I'm with him, 
But at the end of the day, you know, goals are the ones that count. Nobody cares about possession. Nobody cares about shots and goal. Nobody cares about clean sheets. Nobody cares about anything else unless you put more goals on the net than your opponent, right? But, uh, but you know, Dynamo fans can be harsh. And, you know, I, I see some of you out there. Some of you, <laughs> let's be honest, some of you guys are freaking assholes. But, you know, I it's completely understandable. And some of you guys are a little bit more understandable. You know, you guys try to be a little bit more positive. But, and then to be 100% frank, some of you have no idea what the fuck y'all talking about. But, you know, I'm not going to, like, say names or anything. But some people are just stupid. Uh, and that those are the people that kind of make me mad. The people that have no idea what they're talking about. But, you know, it is what it is. You know, I guess all Dynamo fans are, are fans and never, you know. It's like that saying, you know, uh, uh, opinions are like assholes. Everybody has one, you know. But it is what it is, right? And then this is my opinion. And you think my, you know, you could think my opinion is bad too. So, you know, opinions are opinions. And it is what it is. Uh, so, next match, uh, Austin. At Austin, you know, is a two, two, two and a half hour trip. So, you know, if you have a few thousand dollars in your bank account, you can probably buy a ticket. Because, goddamn, those tickets are expensive. Austin, I don't know what you're doing over there. I've been. I started to watch that documentary on Copa Ninety about pre-court. And man, that guy seems like a dick, you know. But I don't. I, I'm not. I don't know him, so I'm not going to judge him. But a lot of people in Austin have been judging him, and he seems to be an asshole, charging like fourteen dollars for a beer. You know, I'm not a, much of a beer drinker, but goddamn, fourteen dollars! Like Jesus Christ, dude! Like you can buy a whole twelve pack, I think, for for twelve fourteen dollars. You know, but. But yeah, man, Austin. So I have already applied for my, uh, hopefully my media pass to go to the game. Because uh, honestly, I did not have $80. I wanted to go as a fan. And then when I hit up, I hit up the surge to buy like, you know, uh, an away ticket to, to kind of be with them and hang out with the crew. You know, with El Batashon, with the supporters basically, right? And uh, and they were sold out. They were either sold out or there was no tickets. I've been trying to find tickets in that area. And the closest one I can get was like three, four areas away. And, you know, I'm not going to go and like sit away, you know, from from I wanted to, you know, if I was going to go, I wanted to get the full experience to be with, the you know, with everybody dressed up in orange, basically, you know, orange and black. But I'm not going to get that, you know, but, you know, hopefully I'll, I'll do the next big next big next best thing. And, you know, may, maybe sit in a media booth and represent the orange in that sense. And you know I'll get a, a, a you know I'll get a good a good uh, uh, thing of raw notes you know that that will probably go on the Patreon and hopefully you know we'll make it available to everyone else. Actually, if you want it, uh, if well, I don't know if I'm going to the game yet. I still have to get approved. But once I if I do get approved, I'll you know I'll put it out there. And if you want the raw notes, you know the, like I said, first they're going to go to my patrons. And, you know, shout out to all my patrons. And then if you really want it, you know, you can uh, DM me or you can send me an email and I'll send it to you. So uh, we can do that, you know, so and then, you know, so I don't spam everyone. But, you know, then eventually we'll make it, you know, available for everybody. But other than that, my prediction, I'm hoping to get three points at Austin because Austin is playing like shit. Um, so I'm hoping that we go over there and we do something different and we score and we get a few goals and, you know, shut them up. Uh, it's, I don't hate Austin, but, you know, it's one of those things that you kind of have to hate them just because, you know, because they're rivals. But, you know, I'm expecting a victory. 
And yeah, man. So I'm gonna cut it over here. I I thought I was gonna do 10 minutes. I ended up doing almost 20. So thank you guys for listening. Another episode of Cuatro Cuatro Dos. Thank you guys. I really appreciate all the love, all the support. Don't forget to go watch the YouTube videos. You know, like, comment, share, subscribe. I'm trying to get to 75 subscribers on YouTube. I'm at 51. So if you don't, you know, if you're not, if it doesn't bother you too much, go ahead and click subscribe. And that'll be awesome. But other than that, thank you guys. Don't forget to check out Dynamo Theory for, you know, all the coverage. Houston Dynamo related, you know, Dash related and everything in between. The guys over there do a great job over there, you know, with their writing skills. You know, I wish I had them. But other than that, you know, don't forget Crossing Soccer Borders. Don't forget about Houston Dynamo. Don't forget about the PO. Don't forget about all the other guys uh, that are doing great Dynamo content. Don't forget about, you know, Down on the Valley with my boy Edson. Edson. Uh, they're doing great stuff over there. And, yeah, man. See you guys on the on the next episode next week on Cuatro Cuatro Dos. Y'all have a good one.